0: Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today the focus is on Proverbs chapter 8 and also John chapter 8. It's an interesting uh, parallel between the two chapters. and Proverbs 8, the focus is on the gifts of wisdom. In John chapter 8, uh, it starts with the story of Jesus uh, being confronted with a woman who's dragged in front of him, who's said to have Been caught in the very act of adultery. But then from there, Jesus embarks and engages upon a uh, very serious dialogue with the Jewish hierarchy about uh, his role as the Son of God. They just don't believe him, and at the end of the chapter, they actually try to kill him. And so we begin with Proverbs 8, the gifts of wisdom. Does not wisdom call... And does not understanding raise her voice. On the heights, beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Besides the gates, in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries out, To you, O people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. O simple ones, learn prudence, acquire intelligence, you who lack it, hear and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels, and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. I, wisdom, live with prudence, and I attain knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. I have good advice and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me kings reign and rulers decree what is just. By me rulers rule and nobles all who govern rightly. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield Then choice silver, I walk in the way of righteousness, along the paths of justice, endowing with wealth those who love me, and filling their treasuries. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago, I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth when there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth, when he had not yet made earth and fields, or the world's first bits of soil, when he established the heavens I was there, when he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master worker. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the human race. And now my children listen to me, Happy are those who keep my ways, hear instruction, and be wise, and do not neglect it. Happy is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. And now, Concluding the eighth chapter in the book of Proverbs, we now move to John chapter 8. While Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him and sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them, they said to him, "Teacher." This woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test him, so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, My testimony is valid because I know where I have come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. They said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. Again he said to them, I am going away, and you will search for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. Then the Jews said, Is he going to kill himself? Is that what he means by saying, Where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins. For you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am he. They said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Why do I speak to you at all? I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but the one who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. They did not understand that he was speaking to them about the Father, So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own. But I speak these things as the Father instructed me, and the one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you look for an opportunity to kill me, because there is no place in you for my word. I declare what I have seen in the Father's presence. As for you, you should do what you have heard from the Father." They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing what Abraham did. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are indeed doing what your father does. They said to him, we are not illegitimate children. We have one father, God himself. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and now I am here. I did not come on my own, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot accept my word. You are, f- you are from your father, the devil, and you choose to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is from God hears the words of God The reason you do not hear them is that you are not from God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever keeps my word, will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say, Whoever keeps my word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? The prophets also died. Who do you claim to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me. He of whom you say, He is our God, though you do not know him, but I know him. If I would say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham?" Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. So thus we conclude both Proverbs 8 and John chapter 8. I'd like to share with you some questions for reflection. First, what does Proverbs 8 say to you about wisdom? Second question Which of the Proverbs in chapter 8 speaks most to you? Why do you think in Proverbs 8 there is such an emphasis on wisdom? And how does Proverbs 8 connect with the preceding Proverbs? And then a few questions from the Gospel of John, chapter 8. What did you learn from John 8? Why do you think Jesus had such a difficult time explaining to the Jews that he was, in fact, from God? What are your observations from Jesus' interaction with the woman who was accused of having been caught in the very act of adultery? And also, what do you think about the interaction of Jesus with her accusers. Why do you think the Jews tried to kill Jesus in the temple? And what are your thoughts about how Jesus escaped their efforts to kill him? Do you have any other thoughts about John? John? Chapter 8. I'd like to share with you a prayer based on what we have just read from Proverbs 8 and John 8. Let us pray. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I need you. Your wisdom is greater than the wisdom of this world. Your mercy and grace are without end. Lord, I will follow you. Lord, I live for you. You give me hope. You give me joy and a reason to wake up each day. When I was in danger, you protected me. When I was lost, you found me. In my depression, you saved me. Lord, I trust and believe you and need your tender love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Again, this is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located in the very heart of Detroit, at the tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit, 600 East Warren Avenue. If you're ever in the Detroit area, I invite you to stop by the church. I'd love to talk with you. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but also we worship on Wednesdays at noon. Tomorrow, the focus will be on Proverbs chapter 9, but also John chapter 9. I hope that you will join me in this spiritual journey. Until tomorrow or the next time, God bless.